Good morning. We are in First Timothy still, and we are going to jump into chapter four this week. So, um, Terry, why don't you just start us off right in the word? Okay. Um, verse one through five. The Spirit clearly says that in later times, some will abandon the faith and follow deceiving spirits and things taught by demons. Such teachings come through hypocritical liars whose consciences have been seared as with a hot iron. They forbid people to marry and order them to abstain from certain foods, which God created to be received with thanksgiving by those who believe and who know the truth. For everything God created is good. Nothing is to be rejected if it is received with thanksgiving, because it is consecrated by the word of God and prayer. Some strong opening statements. We have to be on our toes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So let me ask you this. Do you, have you ever met people who have abandoned their faith, who have known the truth and then said, eh, not so true after all? Well, I've known people that went through a season where they lost their faith. But I don't know anyone that's ever walked away and stayed away. No, not, not me either. Yeah. I do. And it, and it feels really bad. Like there's yeah. this badness in my heart when I see that. And a lot of it, and when I think of this particular person, they were pulled away by intellect mm-hmm. and teachings and all these things that were... To me, they're empty. They feel very empty. But I think when I see this person talking about it, it's like there was this excitement and this life about it because, and quite frankly, because they could, they could do the thinking. It was about them. They could make the, those decisions. So, yeah. Well, Eric, my son Eric, is a pretty smart guy. And as he was growing up, that was one of the things that I just prayed so hard that God would meet him in his intelligence, in his intellect. And it took a long time and for him to go through some stuff and searching, you know, studying other um, religions and whatnot. But he, he finally did come to the back to the Lord and um, it's very full for him. You know, and the Lord did meet him right where he needed to. So it's awesome. If you let the intellect get in your way or anything else, obviously, it sure can. And there'll be a big draw and there's a lot of power behind that. But if you go to God in that, it's really something. I, well, that was the original thing, right? The enemy came to Eve and basically said, you know, if you do this, you'll be like God. Mm-hmm. And so there is that thing in us. We want to be our own God. We want to be our own boss. 
And every time the kids would say, you're not going to be the boss of me. That's what I would think of. I would think of that picture of Eve in the garden. Yeah. And, and hand them an apple. No. Well, it's yeah. down to that. We, wanna, we don't want anybody to be the boss of us. Mm-hmm. Even God sometimes. It's true. I tell Greg all the time, you are not the boss of me. <laughs> mm-hmm. But he thinks he is. But he thinks he is. <laughs> Yeah. I, you know what? I, I, when I I left a previous religion, I was angry at God. And so I did have this antagonism um, going on quite a bit, but um, it was always fighting with God. So I don't know that I ever really left him, but I went and I checked out a whole lot of different religions, a whole lot of different things. And I remember being in one and just like, I was intellect and I was, and there was a lot of intellect and I can be drawn away that way. I, I love to think that is, um, that is a happy place for me for sure. Um, and one time I was sitting there going, this is really hard. <laughs> it's like, it's really hard to think all this stuff up. And it's like, I don't want to do it. You know, it just kind of got this like point, like all of a sudden it felt super empty. It felt some, some, very worthless, and it felt stupid, mm. which was very interesting to me. It's almost like God kind of let me get to the end of my thing and go, and here you are. And it was <laughs> like, yep, that's not going to work, you know, and um, I, I like him doing that. And and what I find when I do, that's a piece of one of the reasons I love Bible study is I can go off on my trails. I can go off on my stuff, even within his word and miss God. I have to be really careful about that. I, I think I, I think everyone is is possibly subject to it, or or it could be a problem. Susceptible. Thank yeah. you yeah. Um, to that whole thing, and it has nothing to do with being smart or not smart. It just has to do with crazy thinking sometimes, <laughs> and missing out God, God, and not putting Him as the priority. Like you were saying, yeah. It the the on the FYI box in here, it's like apostasy is a choice. Abandoning God, stepping away from him. Um, one cannot accidentally become an apostate. Yeah. So it's so an intentional move. Go ahead. It it is an intentional move, but I don't think it's often like you wake up one morning and you're like, I'm out. Right. You know, I, it's a gradual, I really believe in most cases that it is a gradual happening. Um, yes. You know, it's, it's a dissolving of that relationship is really what it is. Marriages, for the most part, don't, aren't, aren't in good shape. And then the next morning you wake up and then you're done, right? Like, that's not right. how a marriage falls apart. That's not how a friendship falls apart. It is, there's an intentional lack of intentionality. Does that make sense? Yeah. Mm-hmm. The way that I said that, yeah. it's um it's when we stop getting into the word. It's when we stop praying. It's when we stop having community with other believers. Mm-hmm. Um and that's when people are not around to hold us accountable and to hold our feet to the fire. Um where those hypocritical liars, it's what mm-hmm. these false teachers are called, right? Yeah. The hypocritical liars whose consciences have been seared as with a hot iron. When we don't have people to help us stay in that community and on the right path, then that's when we are susceptible to 
falling under that false teaching. So wait, that phrase conscious is feared as if with a hot iron? Mm-hmm. What does that mean? What do you guess? That their minds are closed or their consciences are closed? Well, my one of the translations that I read that said that their consciences are dead. Okay. So if something's seared with a like when you sear something, you're closing it off is what you're doing. Cauterize, right? yeah. Mm-hmm. You're like yeah. cauterizing it or like you sear a steak when you're cooking it. So you sear it to hold things in. Mm-hmm. Um, so to close it off. Um, I think, yeah, if you, if you start down that, that kind of path, you're closing yourself off to God, then eventually that's going to lead to, or you close yourself off to fellowship or you close yourself off to teaching or the word. As you close yourself off, you, you bring yourself more and more into a position where you could fall away. Well, and, and you don't let things bother you. You don't have the spirit yeah. active in you pointing out things to you. Uh, that's mm-hmm. not quite right. Mm-hmm. So you don't, you don't, your conscious is not actively helping you make yeah. good decisions because you've kind of shut it down. And once I think, you know, when you start that process of the first time that happens and you feel the Holy Spirit saying, "Mm, maybe you shouldn't do that, or do you really want to do that? And you're like, "Mm, it's no big deal. Yeah, I want to do that. Mm -hmm. So at at every juncture, when you shut down the Holy Spirit, that just shrinks your conscience, I think, a little bit more and a little bit more until you make enough of those decisions to go your own way that your conscience just says, well, forget it. I'm, you know. I'm not involved in this anymore. Well, like I think it's interesting too that some of the examples of the false teachings that Paul is giving here is um, that people are forbidden to marry and that they are required to abstain from foods. And the thing about that is that goes back to the Jewish law, right? Because they were there were certain people that weren't to be married and uh, you weren't supposed to eat certain foods. And um, remember the Jewish law was hundreds of laws that nobody could possibly keep. So this is something that would be very familiar to them. And it would be that um, like Eve, right? It was just this little twist Mm -hmm. that Satan gave. And so this, in this case, the examples that here are here um, are just that little twist. And that's where it's like, Oh, well that kind of, I think I remember that. That sounds right. But that was before you came into relationship with Christ. Well, and, and I think don't, it's not um, only Jewish people here, right? Right. The um, Gentiles are coming in too. So now other, they're trying to lay that old stuff on them and they didn't even have that in their life. So, you know, why are they putting that on them? Well, I mean, yeah. 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 I think it's because it's a belief in the rules. It's, and, yeah, we could have done this a couple of weeks ago. Remember when we were in the women shut up, sit down, and have babies? <laughs> that was hard getting through that, right? It was hard to um, walk through that in a godly way, in an intellectual way, to understand, to seek information out, to still wrestle with it, right? But I could see some people going. That I'm sure that people read the Bible and they read that section and they go. And that's why I'm not a Christian, mm-hmm. right? It can, the, God's word, people would use it against him. Yeah. Yep. It's and, always a little variation. 
you know, so that what the enemy loves to do is he would let you take something that has some basic truth in it or um, is on the sort of the right, is heading you in the right direction, but then he'll just twist it just enough mm-hmm. because there are some scriptures, like we believe in fasting, okay? I, that's a practice, a discipline practice mm-hmm. where you don't eat for a limited period of time or you give up something for a limited period of time. Um, but we're not doing that to earn God's favor. We're not doing that to be saved. You know, Paul said, you know, really might be better if you didn't marry. Like, I didn't have to marry, but if you, if you need to marry, marry. Mm-hmm. Well, we know that it's God's will um, for man not to be alone. That's what he said in the very beginning. It's not good for man to be alone. So marriage is a good thing. And yet, in Paul's situation, called to the ministry that he was called to, and because of the way he was made, that wasn't something that he needed or wanted, apparently. Mm-hmm. Well, because so, when he said, when you marry, now you have to be concerned about taking about care of your wife. wife and your family and maybe you know, kids. Now you have to, yeah. but he's like, he, Paul was unencumbered by all of that. He, yeah. the traveling that he did, he couldn't have done that mm-hmm. if he was married and he had a couple of kids. Yeah. Yeah. So um, think how his some. wife would have felt every time he took off for months at a time. Yeah. Yeah. His kids wouldn't have known him. How would that have been to have raised his kids in that situation? So, yeah. Right. It wouldn't have been honorable to God at all. And, and every time he comes back, it's like, oh, you were in jail and you were beaten. Then you were stoned. Well, this one's a good trip, honey. At least yeah. you weren't thrown yeah. off the cliff, yeah. you know, or something right. like that. Yeah. You know? Do you have all your limbs? Okay. Yeah. That's a win. Yeah. <laughs> uh, no. That would have been really difficult. I I was thinking, um, and this is actually in the next FYI box on number four, this phrase called legalism is self-centered, but discipline is God-centered, and it's by R. Kent Hughes. Yeah. And just thinking of all the things you guys have been saying, you know, even the Jewish religion, or believing in God, or believing that marriage is important, and I should do it because that's the law, that's the rule, and, and just realizing how self-centered that is. Every time we're doing this, we're trying to take God out of it. Every time someone turns away from the faith or, or gets this hardness about it, that was the thing about the person I knew. There all of a sudden was this hardness to them. And they had to believe the intellect, and the intellect had to follow through. Um, and I think we're back in James again. Honestly, that book. Um, it's about our heart. It's a disconnection of our heart. Our head just like we go this. I'm going to talk about me personally. It's like, I believe that when I'm in this state and I think I can get into these states a bit. That's why I need to hang out with other Christians. That's why I need to stay in the word. Like you were saying, Suzanne. Um, but I think something happens in the heart. It turns hard. Is this frozen again? Like, let it go. Let it, no, it's not. <laughs> Here's Suzanne. Suzanne looked terrified at me. She's like, no, 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 it isn't. No, it isn't. <laughs> <laughs> no, we're all just thinking and processing, I yeah. think is what it is. I think we're, um, the reality of it is we all get into that point sometimes, right? Where we're just like, mm, no, I'm not feeling it, right? Our heart starts to harden toward something or someone and um it's a dangerous place if you don't have the people around you yeah yeah that's a good point there's probably just a touch of anger in there Mm -hmm. like what you know or 
uh-uh, God, you're wrong here. I can't tell you how many times I've told God how wrong he is. <laughs> Thankfully, yeah. God is merciful and good. And he goes, oh, okay, here we are. <laughs> Let's start from here. Mm-hmm. But it always comes back to what's my heart. Yeah. Or belief that I can't do this. This this belief like um, be merciful and kind to everyone. It's like, no, God, no, that's not going to happen. He's like, mm-hmm. okay, let's start here. You know, there's this hardening that happens. Ugh. Yeah. And I really, like, I really think that that's human nature. Like, we mm-hmm. just, that's how it's going to be. I mean, even Jesus got angry. Well, sure. Right? Mm-hmm. Um, not every emotion we have. Right. But the difference is how we go about processing through that. And Paul is talking about um, like the false teachings and um, we'll, we'll hear a little bit more later on in chapter four about the things that he's going to call Timothy, like remind Timothy about and how he's to live. Um, but these false teachings, I want to go back to this real quick. These false teachings that Paul has given the examples of, of not marrying, abstaining from certain foods. He goes on and he's like, listen, that's garbage. Like yeah. you are to, these are things that you are supposed to um, enjoy and you're supposed to, um, what is, I lost it. Receive it with thanksgiving. Thank you. Yes. For everything that God created is good and nothing is to be rejected if it is received with thanksgiving. Mm-hmm. Like, you know what? You can eat those shrimp if you want to, mm-hmm. which I don't, but you can. <laughs> um <laughs> Because it's been sanctified and yeah. through Jesus. Mm-hmm. There's a freedom in that. Yeah. Tremendous freedom. Think about this. When somebody says, you can't, you can't have whatever, like restriction diets, right? Mm-hmm. Where you say, you, I can't have right. any sugar and I can't have any dairy and I can't have any wheat and I can't have, what do you want? sugar, dairy, wheat, and whatever it else it is, even yeah. if it's not something that you ate on a regular basis. Listen, I decided one time I was going to go carb-free, cold turkey. I'm like, I'm not eating carbs for one whole month. And I'll tell you what, every time I turned around, I had a carb in my hand of some <laughs> sort. <laughs> but if we are that's to true. receive those things with joy and thanksgiving, then that's a, a posture of health. And then... That's okay. Okay, wait a minute. I'm thinking how happy I am and thankful I am when I get cookies. This could be a new diet, Suzanne. <laughs> <laughs> the joy diet. The joy, the joy diet. diet. I, I receive this with Thanksgiving. <laughs> yes. <laughs> well, you know what? I, and if you're if you're keeping in contact with God through this, if you're receiving things with Thanksgiving, you're going to be mindful of what it is. Right, because you can't really be thankful for something that's bad for you. Yes, yeah. So I think that helps a lot. Yeah, yeah. Yep. It's your attitude that you're that you're uh, receiving it with. Mm-hmm. All goes back to the heart, doesn't it? Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. I I think too the the part and there's a part. I think it's in question seven. The um, we've been saved by the Spirit. And then we try to keep it by the flesh. By the flesh. I'm like, oh, that is so interesting. And because if we do it by the flesh, we don't need to stay connected to God. We get to be our own God. 
probably could work a few chocolate chip cookies in there. You know what I mean? <laughs> it's like, <laughs> but then you get extra flesh. So there's the issue. <laughs> it goes back to the, you're not the boss of me. Right. Yeah. 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 That's it's interesting that um, that was brought up because this is a conversation. The uh, you're not the boss of me conversation is a conversation that I have had now probably five times in the last seven days. Oh, oh, getting some pushback, huh? Yeah. Um, no, no, no. Like convicting me because <laughs> oh, I am very oh. much like, you're not the boss of me. Like, oh, <laughs> my coworkers and I are reading a book. And in this book, it said, it said something and it was like a generalization. And I was like, that's not for me. That's not how it works for me. And I'm reading this book like, you're not the boss of me. (laughs) Maybe. And I did say like, I kind of had to check myself on that and say, Mm -hmm. it's okay. One, this is a book. And two, um, maybe I'm needing to learn some lessons here. Because someone has to be the boss of me. Yeah. So wait, in truth, the author of that book, unless it was the Bible, is not the boss of you. Right. And this person could have perspectives. Right. And they are not right yeah. for you. Right. And if you get triggered and you're ready to fight, hmm, what is there for you? You know, right. that's an opportunity. Hi, humble pie. <laughs> so I'm like, hi, humble pie. Can I pass this on to anyone else? <laughs> yeah, I don't mm. want the whole thing. Just give me oh, a little slice. Just a little too slice. many carbs. Maybe, yeah. yeah, maybe a few chocolate chips on the top. Anyway. <laughs> yeah. Funny. Yeah, just yeah. really quick, can we just kind of talk a little bit about like when we're in this space, how do we what can we do? You know, we were talking a little bit about that. Like you were saying, oh, it's a check in my spirit, mm-hmm. right? And being around other Christians, I think is a good thing. And talking it out. You know, mm-hmm. I read this and it, it brought this up in me. And, you know, what do you think? Is that maybe something I need to, or is that garbage? Is that not for me? Yeah. You know, that's what fellowship is all about. That we can, we can put that out there with people that love us um, and trust them to help us. Um, so and to ask the spirit to make it clear to us and speak yeah you know it's like okay i got a little nudge Mm. do do i need a bigger push do i pay (laughs) if i pay attention to that little nudge then let's look a little bit deeper and see yeah Mm -hmm. you know what an adventure and then we're on the adventure right once we're willing to see it it's like gandalf coming and saying we need to have this ring taken here, but the precious or whatever. It's like, ah, now we're on the adventure, right? Because the precious represented a lot of sin. Right. But maybe in processing through my gut reaction of you're not the boss of me, maybe I'm going to grow a little bit. Right. Maybe my perspective is going to change a little bit. And maybe, and listen, this was not like a salvation thing. This was not like a, it was really just like a, anyway, just a a thing. Mm -hmm. And, um, but maybe through processing through that thing, I can learn a little something more about myself. And even if I don't agree with this generalization, maybe I can have a change of attitude toward those who do believe that that's what it is. Yeah. And change my perspective and say, just because I don't like that, 
doesn't mean that it's wrong. Right. That's that's a very good point, Suzanne. Yeah, because in the Christian faith, we are going to encounter different attitudes and opinions. Mm -hmm. um, And we may never embrace some of those that we encounter because they're not for us, but, but we have to be able to love other people and be in relationship with other people who may have embraced some of those ideas. Like you said, not things that are pertinent to salvation or the gospel. Um, but there are a lot of other extraneous things out there that kind of get on us. Mm-hmm. So, yes. Yeah, and to be able to have respectful discourse over those things and to be able to um, lean on the Spirit and, and discern whether is this a false teaching is this just some kind of practice that I don't resonate with? Um, but to be able to discern those things and respect, if it's just something that doesn't resonate with me, that's one thing. But then to be able to even say like, okay, this is bordering on false teaching, which this was not, that's not my experience yeah. here. Yeah. Um, but to be able to lean into that and then have those conversations. Um, and that's one of the things that Paul is cautioning us about here, right? Like that false teaching and how it's ooh, so close. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, anyway. I'm thinking of baby Christians. Mm-hmm. How do they lean into the spirit? How do they know that? And just how important it is to just be with other people who can for them. Yep. You know, and there's times I'm too hot. Like I'm, that's <laughs> not quite the way I meant to say it. I'm un- <laughs> like, I'm like <laughs> mad, right? I'm just, yeah. And I can't see straight, right? I would call myself a mature Christian, at least on Tuesdays. But anyway, I would. <laughs> <laughs> but it's like, even if I have that ability to lead into the spirit and listen, like you guys are talking about, I can do crazy time. So it's like, I need to be in community with other believers who I know their faith is strong. Like, that's the thing with these teachers they were picking off people whose faith wasn't strong, who wanted something different where they could control it. Coming from whatever faith it was or no faith, they were in a culture pretty similar to ours. It's all about you. Or it's all about the way, in, even in the Jewish culture, it's all about the way you follow the rules. But you don't have to necessarily have God in it. And it's in Ephesus. So there's a lot of religion and religious yeah. practices going on there of every different kind. So they're not um, unaware yeah. of, you know, quote, unquote, spiritual practices Yeah, as a whole. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, we're going to de- delve more into this um, as we proceed through um, chapter four. But we have gone very long today. So, Rosemary, will you pray for us as we wrap things up today? Yes. Holy Lord. Holy Lord, we are just so grateful, God, to to be able to engage in your word today, to um, find another facet of you, and to just see you again. Um, Lord, we ask that our hearts are tender towards you, God, that we're able to pick up the quickening in their hearts like maybe not so much, or the correction that needs to take place, or those teachable moments, Lord. And we just pray that um, all of us are able to go on those adventures with you, Lord, to listen to you, to know you more, to experience your joy, your freedom, 
um, you have a lot of joy and freedom here. And usually when there's a constriction or we're feeling constricted, that's when we might fight this or try to find something else. Um, Lord, help us to know that we can pray for those who are struggling um, in, in their faith. Um, and know that we don't have to save them, that you're the one who saves them, Lord, by your spirit. God, we ask that you give all of us a check in our spirit according to your will and according to what you say. Let us slow our roll, Lord. Let us just kind of come before you and just listen to you, spend time with you, read your word, trusting you and knowing that you have a plan for us, Lord, and it is good. It is good. And when we call on you, Lord, you're always there for us. You've never left us. And you will never forsake us, God. So we just praise you for these opportunities to know you more. And we ask for your, um, your strength and your peace and your joy and your freedom um, as we go on this adventure. We just praise you in the holy name of Jesus. Amen. Amen. And cut. <laughs> 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 <laughs>